welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at a 101 level. So if you've ever wondered what root chakras are or what the law of attraction is and if it really works, then this podcast is for you. The universe led you here for a reason. So thank you for joining me. I'm Michelle Schoenfeld, a master energy healer and reformed couture-aholic, doing this podcast out of the Eaton Workshop, downtown Washington, D.C., but today I am thrilled to be coming remotely from the LifeCo Wellbeing and Detox Center in Turkbukur, Bodrum, Turkey. And in the previous podcast, I said Bodrum is a province, and what I really meant to say was a peninsula. So Bodrum is a city, of course, as well. It sticks out into the Aegean, but it is this beautiful, beautiful peninsula that I just feel has so much healing energy. And I am here for two months as a well-being expert and teaching meditation and mindfulness and all sorts of other super cool hippy-dippy stuff. (laughs) So one of my favorite things about being here is meeting other guest therapists. And there is one woman in particular that I have had the, the pleasure of overlapping with three times. In fact, the first time was a little over a year ago, and it was eight, I was here, eight, eight, 2018. And it was this last week of July, the first week of August, and um, I was here for my audition, and this was the first time that she'd actually taught to. And immediately, I felt like our energies just clicked, and we were planning on seeing each other again, which didn't happen, and then we came back here once again, and I was like, I have to have this woman on my podcast. So... She is um, a Chinese medicine specialist and an acupuncturist and so much more. I'm going to let her actually tell you about it. But before we go any further, let me introduce you to my guest today, Eka Brady. Welcome, Eka. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for having me on your podcast. And it's fantastic to be here, to be in Bodrum, to be able to treat people and meet all sorts of different people here at LifeCo. Thank you. So how many times have you actually been here now? Well, I started coming here as a patient in, in LifeCo many years ago. And after, for about, I don't know, six or seven years, I got to know the staff really well. I got to know the owner of the place. And it was then when they found out what I do and how good what I do can integrate in what their offer is. And it was then when we had a, about a year ago, we had a meeting. It was when we met. Yes, exactly that was that wonderful. Time. And we had a meeting and we put together a plan and that's when it all started and Fantastic. this is the second time I'm coming here with a women retreat 2019 is the first year we've uh, opened this collaboration with LifeCo and I'm hoping many many more retreats from here to come yes well I love what you do it's so valuable here and um, first I'd like you to if you don't mind tell a little bit about acupuncture and about what it does now I have I did it 20 years ago on my knee you know I had some pain it worked But you do something that's even a little bit more in depth. You do kind of, um, you help people with infertility. You help people find sexuality back. You help people clear their mind and release anxiety. And I'd love you to talk just a little bit about um, what led you to acupuncture and exactly kind of what you do, if you don't mind. I'm going to let you have the floor. Um, I've started being interested in acupuncture at a very early age. I grew up around people that were practicing it and it was part of us as a family being kept healthy and and in good spirits. Um, but 
in a way, I've kind of lost my way when I was 18. I started marketing. I went to the States. I had a degree. I, I got a degree there in um, marketing. And I followed a marketing career for 15 years. And after having children, I wanted to do something that was a little bit more soul-fulfilling. And I fell back into Chinese medicine. I studied in, uh, in London. I studied for seven years. I have a degree in acupuncture and I have a degree in Chinese herbal medicine. Um, and I've been practicing for the last almost 10 years. And it's been a journey for me also in terms of getting to know myself better. Yes. In terms of getting in touch more with my emotions, understanding where it all comes from. Every time when I see a patient is a lesson for me. Every time when I get to hold their stories and to help them work through their um, barriers or you know difficult moments in life it's also a lesson for me it's also something that i take out it's also something that i learn i view chinese medicine in a way like a puzzle if you want there's so many different elements that come together in a diagnose we look at the color of their face at the tone of voice we look at the temperature of the body we look at the way they relate with emotions and how easy can come and go into anger or sadness or empathy and those are indications on top of pulses and tongue of how that how balanced that person is what organs are involved yes. and what the what the link between the imbalances of the organs um, is and how we can treat because for example some problems can be related with the liver but can manifest in the stomach and spleen or yes. can be related with the liver and can manifest in the heart so all these connections in a way it's a little bit like a puzzle that you put together when you first met a person meet a person and um it gives you a picture that you work with every single time when you meet them and you see how it changes and how it evolves and what you need to treat right. next is fascinating and i no love person it is the same so we were supposed to do this podcast um a week ago and i said oh, i really wish i had an opportunity to have a treatment with you because you're always so busy i'm so busy and you're like, you know what? Let's actually do that and postpone this podcast for a week, which we did. And I'm so thrilled because I got to have a treatment and it was fantastic. So on this podcast, we very often talk about um, energy, mm. energy meridians yes. with, with chakras, right? Yes. Chakras are just energy meridians. We talk about the en energy meridians of acupuncture and we talk about how important it is to balance our energy. So what does that all mean? So I feel like as an energy worker, I'm decently balanced. I can help other people sometimes more than I help myself. Yes. So here we have another modality of acupuncture. Yes. So I sit, I come yes. into your room, lay yes. face down, because um, we're also doing cupping actually. And I'm thinking, I'm pretty balanced. I'm excited to see what this is. You know a little of my history. Yes. You know a little bit of my past, you know, maybe emotional trauma. Yeah. Uh, you know, that I went through cancer. Um, but we don't know a ton about each other. No. So you took my pulse, you did a consultation A little me. bit of a consultation, because yep. in actuality, when I meet somebody for the first time, we get to talk about their problems for an hour. We got to know each other, but we got to know each yeah. other more on an emotional level. We didn't get through the details of the questionnaire that I would have for the first time when yeah. I meet a patient. But what I thought was cool is that it wasn't specific. No, yes. Right, and that you don't know everything about my health, um, which is wonderful when I, tell you what happened here. So, 
Um, we just she just asked like if I on the questionnaires like how do, how's my sleeping patterns? Uh, we asked about my cycle yeah. period stuff like that, um, and anything I wanted to work on. I was just kind of open. So you start you do a couple things with my toe. I think you did my hand. You did yes. my head. Yeah. It's not painful at all, um, and. So, sorry, there's a little bit of background noise here because we are at a well-being center and there are other people around. Um, so anyway, so you're doing this acupuncture on me and all of a sudden I'm like in a meditative state, nice and relaxed, the light's low, it's nice music. All of a sudden I think there is a poking jammer coming through my leg. Okay, I'm gonna, um, we're going to take a quick break right here and come right back in a moment. Hang on. Okay, so we are back. Sorry for the interruption. So I'm going back to my experience, this really amazing experience of acupuncture. So she sticks the needle in, it's very, very tiny. You really barely feel it at all. And again, I'm a girl who's had Botox. I'm not afraid of needles, right? <laughs> if it's for the greater good, go ahead. So she puts it in my toe. I don't really feel much, kind of wiggles it around a little bit until I feel this kind of like, almost like electric shock or this impulse. Yes. Amazing, releasing energy. Yes. Right? And does the same thing in my hand, wiggles it around a little bit till I feel it. Wow. It's awesome. It feels like electricity. Not yes. bad, just wow. Just like an electric car and going through. Yes. That's Miles. the chi. That's the energy that goes. The chi. Yeah. I love that. Yes. That's the chi. So she gets to the outside of my knee and all of a sudden I want to jump off the table. Like extreme pain, fire running down my leg. And she's like, it's not in. It's, it's, not, it's not there. I took it right out. And I'm like, no, no, it's in, it's in, it's in. I thought she had uh, a four inch, half inch wide needle jamming it into my leg, but it actually wasn't even in my leg. And why this is so important is because she tapped into an energy meridian, an energy pathway that was linked to my gallbladder, gallbladder and also the other one was to my liver. Yes. And then afterwards, and when we talked about a little bit, um, I was hot, I was sweaty, and I went into this really great mood. It was a great, beautiful day. I love Eka. And when I got off the table, I just started bawling, like uncontrollable, almost crying and bawling. I wasn't sad though. I couldn't explain it, like I'm not sad. I was just crying and, and so much energy was coming out and I was sweating and tears were running down my face. And like, it felt so good. It was the most amazing release, but it manifested in tears. Yes, it always does. And you're like, it's a release does. of energy. Exactly. And then I don't know if you remember what you told me, but I'm very comfortable with you repeating it. You're like, this is tied to your liver. Yes. And you're releasing some stuck, buried down emotion, maybe. And exactly. go ahead, maybe, if you remember. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. In Chinese medicine, we pair organs. We have an in organ and a an, um, yang organ. And the liver is paired with a gallbladder. And that's where we hold a lot of um, anger, a lot of resentment, a lot of things that happen in our lives that we don't necessarily know at that time how to deal with. Somehow they get stored in the liver. How about fear? Fear is linked with the kidneys. Ah, and that was today. Fear is Fast linked forward. With the kidneys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, grief is linked with the lungs. We hold the grief <gasps> in the lungs. So when we lose somebody, or when we lose a relationship, or when we lose somebody dear, we some a lot of the times we have the feeling we can't breathe anymore. That's because our lungs get stuck with that emotion. <sighs> Interesting. A lot of people can't. You you find patients over time which can't move out of that grief and grief is a process and it's got certain stages 
and it's absolutely normal to fluctuate from one stage to another, you know, and to experience all yeah. these. It's like when you've seen a movie time, or you see somebody like when they're making it dramatic, right? Because it's a movie. Yes. And they find out that somebody's passed away. They like, <gasps> exactly. You, you so that's it. actually a real response. Exactly. Your lungs are. Your lungs are being blocked with that grief that you can't process. Interesting. Yes. Inter I love this. It's so, there's so much we don't know. And this has been around for thousands of years, exactly, right? This predates exactly. like surgeries and medication, exactly. like traditional medication. Yes. We used to be able to heal each other and ourselves through energy pathways. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's been, it's been practiced for thousands of years and it's a, it's a science. It's based on research. It's based on knowledge that's been gathered over this long period of time. But I think maybe it's interesting to say here that acupuncture and Chinese herbal medicine in general can treat at three levels. It can treat you if you are sick and if you need to balance your body. And it can bring you to a level where you are healthy and right. in good spirits. So are you talking about like kind of a mental illness for you? Are you talking about I'm talking like, about any kind of illness? Like you're sick. You yeah, feel sick. You feel you're sick. sick. Yes. Yeah, okay. You feel sick. You have a chronic condition. I have patients that I treat with um, chronic conditions like lupus and um, all sorts of complications. Like that. irritable bowel disease, that irritable kind of stuff. Irritable bowel syndromes yeah. or diabetes or all sorts of conditions can be can be helped and treated. Of course, it's not only acupuncture and Chinese herbal medicine, but it's also involvement in the lifestyle, especially with diabetes, for example. Unless they follow your advice. Right, exactly. It's hard, it's hard to do the work just with acupuncture and herbal medicine if they go back home and eat tons of sugar. Diet and exercise is so important. Diet you know? and exercise is incredibly important. And you, you very, yeah, well, very well After my cancer, I made, you know, I focused really hard on being vegan. Yes. But from the standpoint of being as alkaline as I could yes. and not eating a lot of sugar, not drinking alcohol, um, which is interesting because, uh, you know, I just was in remission this past May, which is exciting. And like anything, I've fallen off the wagon a little bit and my diet, still always vegan, still lots of green leafy vegetables and alkaline. But I started drinking a little bit more alcohol. I started eating a little bit more refined processed food and that turns to sugar, yes. right? A little bit. Yes. I don't really eat bread at home or white flour pasta at home, but when I'm out occasionally. Yeah. Well, I started the occasional, started becoming a little bit more, Yeah. <laughs> a little more frequent yes. as I was traveling. And so I haven't been as good and I've had more alcohol, which I do worry about because of my liver and it just as a healer doesn't make me feel good. Yes. And alcohol is processed as sugar. Yes. And is. I'm eating more carbs. And so then I see you and I'm thinking, oh, this is fine. We're just gonna see what it feels like. And then boom, my liver. Yes. Right. So like I have yes. this spiritual side, this emotional, I shouldn't even say spiritual, this energy side. Yes. There's nothing really to do with, it can be spiritual, but it it's energy. Be. Yes. So I have this energy side of like bearing down this hurt and this pain and these things, this, this guilt and this anger and resentment, yes. right? That yes. I don't want to always admit that I have. I've worked really hard on clearing it. Exactly. But it's still there. There's still some there. I'm in the process of healing, right? Yes. Yes. And then also I have been drinking a little more alcohol. I've been eating a little bit more sugar. I have a little liver damage physically, scientifically a little liver damage from the chemo. From the chemo. But then energy-wise, I have some damage just from kind of what I went through. Exactly. Um, and I've worked hard on the on, on both sides, yes. clearing the energy. Yes. And I work hard on, you know, I took milk thistle and yes. I've, you know, yes. I do things that are good for your liver, but. 
But there was still something there that we were able and to I, tap in. Right, exactly, yes. which felt so good because it was this release of energy. Yes. All this sadness, all this, everything. But I wasn't sad. It's so hard to explain. No. It was just crying and crying and crying, but not sad. It felt so good. It was cathartic. Yes. It was so cathartic. And then you said, um, you need to cut the alcohol and sugar. I'm sorry. You just do. And I was like, no, I don't want to. Like just a little bit. But the truth is when you want to be healthy and you want to heal yourself, it's your choice. It is. And I think you, you have to do I it. I think everybody is different. I yeah. think we need to stress that. And for everybody, certain lifestyle patterns can fit or cannot. You right. know, we need to look at ourselves not as fitting into a category, but unique you know, yeah. personalities, unique emotions and unique physical elements that we have to balance within ourselves. Yeah. And yeah, life is about balance. It is. <laughs> and I think it's also about balance for you because I think, yes, right now you are in a place where we need to clear the liver and the gallbladder energy and we need to balance that. And it's probably best in this period to not have alcohol and sugar. Right. When we when we clear all of that, of course, once in a while, you can go and indulge yourself. Right. Once in a while, have a good glass of wine. Yes. But not regularly. Yes. So you allow the liver the ability to regenerate and recover. You know, there's a woman here, because um, it is off season and where we are. It's beautiful. We're sitting yes. outside, actually, next to the Aegean. 27 degrees and it's nice Which and I don't know sunny. if that'd be in Fahrenheit, but I would say close to 80, maybe. Probably, yeah. But really, very little humidity, nice breeze coming off the Aegean. We're sitting under um, pomegranate trees and olive trees, and um, it's just it's such a beautiful, beautiful surrounding. Uh, but it's hard to get things sometimes. It's hard to get organic food sometimes. It's hard to get good herbal medicines, um, and it's almost impossible to get kombucha, mm -hmm. which is a really great probiotic. And the reason I'm bringing that up is that because I do like to have my little cocktail or glass of wine in the evening is that I will have substituted it now with kombucha. Yes. And if I pour kombucha, these really natural, beautiful you know, probiotics, yes. into a wine glass and sip it, it gives me the exact same feeling. It really Brilliant. does. And Brilliant. so I found a woman here who makes it, and I've been getting it from her. I think that's a fantastic um, idea. So we actually are sitting here. She made me some tea because she's coming from private sessions, and I had a couple as well. So it's important for us to take care of ourselves. Yeah. So she made us some tea while we're doing this podcast, and it's beautiful. We're in – there it's in – Clear there, glass, yes. so we can so, see it. And there's all these little red berries in there, and something. What is that? Seeds. It's seeds. called Swan Zhao Ren in Chinese. Say that again. Swan Zhao Ren. Swan Zhao Ren. Yes. Okay. And what is it good for? We use different plants. We have in our. I mean, there are thousands and thousands of Chinese herbs. But what we tend to learn in school is a range of about 360 of these wow. plants. And we learn about their temperature. We learn about the organs that they influence. We learn about their taste and yeah. how that combines. And then we put them all in formulas and we learn their interaction with other herbs and what they're good for. Because some, some herbs, you can use them as clearing, clearing heat, clearing cold. Other herbs, you can use them as transporter. So if the formula oh, is designed for the heart, you would put something in there to take all the other ingredients to the heart to treat the heart. Um, Swanza Ren, what we're drinking now, 
it's used for the heart. It goes to the heart. It goes to the liver and the gallbladder, exactly what you need. So when you say the heart, like to make you feel like loved and happy or to actually like repair the heart? No. Well, the heart, you can think of the heart as a physical organ. Yes. And um, but uh, also energetic. Yeah. Heart chakra. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about the heart, we can have physical aspects. You can have heat in the heart. You can have um, stagnation of blood in the heart. Um, and you can also, at energetic level, the chi of the heart, the yes. energy of the heart can be affected. Um, so mm -hmm. it depends on what the symptoms are and what you feel. You can gauge how deep the heart is affected. It starts from an energetic level and it can go all the way in. Yeah. Yeah. So this is great if you this need some great. healing for your heart, but also if you have a broken heart, <laughs> what's um, this good for? <laughs> I think this is, this is good for the liver. It moves Wonderful. the liver, it moves the gallbladder, so it's exactly what Perfect. you need for your exactly treatment. Perfect, exactly what I need. But it also takes the heat out of the heart and it puts you to sleep. Oh, I it's love that. It's one of the herbs that it's used in formulas that um, aid sleep. Okay, so why don't you say that one more time for people that you... Like, can you drink this before you go to bed? Is that what you're saying? You can drink this before you go to bed. Now, what I wanted to stress about herbal medicine. Yes. It's all of those herbs are incredibly potent and they are very good for you. But you need to be careful what you take. There's a big craze right now. There's a big trend right now, for example, to take turmeric. Yeah. Turmeric, it's so Turmeric. 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 Yes. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, no, it's no. It's so good for you and it moves the blood. And it, yeah, in actuality, it is. It moves the blood. It aids uh, headaches. Anti-inflammatory. Anti-inflammatory, all of that. But if you go into a shop, into a natural, healthy shop, yes. you buy those pills that have huge quantities of turmeric. And how do you know how much to take? That's the whole point. Yeah. Because on the bottle, it says take one or two a day. Well, when I'm making a formula for somebody, there is probably one one fifth of that in one formula that they need to take for a week and combined with other herbs. Interesting. Because so I've heard take higher doses take, and it's like, but you can take huge amount of turmeric. Yeah. And first of all, if it's good for you, okay, fine. It can do some good, but it can also be bad for you. If for example, you suffer from what we call blood deficiency. Yes. Yes. Then think of this plant moving something that it's actually not there and it can affect your periods it can give you more headaches it can it can have negative impact on your health yeah. long term especially if you take it for six 12 months it's so true what you're saying because you know so i started my early career in the pharmaceutical industry which is opposite day of yes. what we do now um, but I did learn a lot about how everything is metabolized pretty much through your liver, or your kidneys. Yes. There's a reason we have dosages. Yes. You can become toxic exactly. even in the healthiest of things. Exactly. Because it's about balance. So really, like for anybody out there who is um, interested in this kind of thing or if you're doing it yourself, really see a specialist. Know, get information. Knowledge is power. And it's your body. It's your temple. You know, make sure that you're not just taking what the fad is or you're not just walking into, you know, a pharmacy or a Whole Foods or that kind of thing and just buying whatever it says. Because exactly. it doesn't necessarily mean it's That's right for you just because it's right for somebody else. That's very wise advice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So let me ask you a question. Um, so I just I there's so much to talk about. I'd love to have like a whole series with you. Yeah. Because I'm so in love with this acupuncture and you as a person. Mm. I've seen people say like you're changing their life when they see you. And 
you know, that's like the biggest compliment we can get. I think so. Yeah. You know, as a, as a therapist, um, but you do a lot of work with women. I do. You do yes. a lot of work with women to help regulate cycles, to help with fertility. Um, but I would say, cause we're about the same age and I'm just going to put it out there. A lot of our listeners, I think are a little bit younger, but even the younger, I have clients who are younger even, and they talk about libido. Yes. They talk about like just, you know, you're in a relationship for a little bit of a while and this is normal. Yes. That is normal. But we also can be off a little bit energy wise or health wise. Is there some advice you would give for yes. like improving no. libido or first and foremost, I would say, which is, you know, from sex drive, sex interest. Yes. From experience, but also from knowledge, from what I've learned, libido fluctuates. It yeah. goes up and down. It's okay to go through these fluctuations. You wouldn't be human if you would have, I mean, I think, yes, yeah, some people Just have like a, a hormonal really high, cycle, like a hormonal cycle. Yeah. Exactly. So it's absolutely normal. Don't panic. Don't be stressed. Yeah. If your libido goes up and down, it has to do a lot with your health. It has to do a lot with your frame of mind. If you are imbalanced, if your kidneys are a little bit low, or if you are a little bit stressed and your liver is a bit too heavy and can't deal with the emotions, then sometimes your libido can go away. Right. You know, there are things we can do. It depends on what the pattern is. Yeah. But there are things we can do to bring it back. There are herbs that we can give. I was just going to say, are there, there are any herbs that we can give? It's yeah. A, it's a magnificent herb. One of them, which is called the horny goat. The horny goat. The horny goat. <laughs> and which, what would the dosage be on the which, horny goat? Which works on the kidneys. I wouldn't recommend for anybody to look around for the horny goat. This is uh, a very powerful herb. Got it. That needs to be taken within a limited period of time. Got because it. Because it's so strong. So would you say somebody like in your in their market, they're listening to this, consult their, yes. find a Chinese medicine find specialist. Find a Chinese medicine specialist. Talk to them about their problems. And when you go and see them. Talk to them about everything. Talk about physical issues that you have, yeah. you know, a pain in the um, in the rib cage or a headache, yeah. where the headache is, how it manifests. Talk to them about your emotions, how right. you relate to anger and the fact that you can hold on to anger for too long that is necessary. Yes. For them, it's all an indication of how to treat you because they treat you as a whole person and talk to them about their libido and talk about your libido. And so say you feel pretty happy and you feel pretty yes. balanced and things are pretty good, but there's, it's just, you know, is there something out there that just kind of augments a little bit that it's safe to take? That's easy. Oh, uh, I don't know. It depends. For example, coffee yeah. sometimes can be interesting. Sometimes for some people, coffee yeah. can be a boost. Um, some certain fruits, certain, you know, yeah. can, it, can, it can work. It's more of an energy thing. It's more of an energy thing. And it's also more, I think, a mental state. Yes. If you are emotionally balanced and if you are in a good place and you have a kick in your step, then yeah. your libido will increase. So if, if you feel stuck, I think, for example, and if you're in a relationship, go and have a dance lesson together. Oh, I love that. That gets your juices yes. going. Don't necessarily yeah. have to think of medication. Don't necessarily have to think of food. You know, right? I was just curious for something like that. Or, or <laughs> oysters, or you know, maybe billionaires. Know. If there is something like that, yeah, I guess it was but, natural. Yeah. yeah, but think also of how you relate to that person and put that put your partner in a different light, a new light yes. that will make him more sexy. Yeah, you know, or put yourself in a different light. Right. Buy, buy yourself a new dress change your hairstyle and go on a date and treat yourself. Change the energy pattern. Exactly. It's changing the energy exactly. pattern. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. So you also, um, so you have a private practice in London. And yes. I know you say you see people for a variety of different things. Yes. Um, but is there something, uh, well, first of all, I'll say in the United States, acupuncture is becoming so uh, mainstream that some insurance companies are actually paying for it. Same with, same as in UK. Perfect. Yeah, which is awesome. absolutely fantastic. Is there something that people can do for themselves? Like say you're traveling and you get like a headache or you're traveling and you are feeling really stressed out. Are there any places on your body that you can self-manipulate? Like a pressure point? This is a very good question. Yeah. I think, first of all, if you have a headache, you need to understand where the headache comes from. And with headaches, I think we can explain a little bit. If, for example, you have a headache on the front of your head, above your eyes, above your eyebrows, this is normally related with the stomach and spleen. So oh. think of what you've eaten. Think of what have you have been putting into your body. And make a correlation with that. And next time, try to avoid that kind of food. If the headache is around the temples, then it's a liver headache. Interesting. So then think, have I drink an alcohol? Have I put too much sugar into me that has triggered that headache? And what's the time frame? Like within the last 12 hours, 48 it hours? Be, it can be, yeah, no, probably it, it depends. Sometimes it, you can react really quickly. But for example, okay. if it's the temple, you react really quickly. 12 okay. hours would be, would be the range, maybe even shorter than that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, there is a point which is between the thumb and your first finger, which is, we call it large intestine four. And that like and kind of soft that, spot, that yes. webbing soft spot yes. mm -hmm. in, in the muscle here, which you can press really hard if you have a headache. Um, there's another really good point, especially for the headache around the temples around on the back of your neck. Yep. Um, there are two points here right on the side of the uh, spine and the muscle that when pressed eased the headache that is at the temple. Interesting. I can try yeah. to point it out to you. So, oh, it's right where your neck kind of meets your skull. Yes. On like maybe an inch or two outside of your spine. Yes. Like uh, So like if you put your fingers into that like dent part. Yes. And then move out past that just where your neck meets your skull, like in your hairline. Yes. And push in there. Yes. You know, that feels so good when you get a massage sometimes exactly. at the end and they pull exactly. your head. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. It's like, oh. That's Please. so nice and relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Now, whenever you try to manipulate these points, you have to add a lot of pressure to them. Okay. You have to really dig in them with your thumb because if you just press a little bit, right. there's very little thing you can do. If you can imagine on, during the treatment, we put needles in there. Yeah. And the needles go quite fairly deep depending on the point. So if you just go to a point and you just massage it a little bit, you're not going to have the impact. You need to, to go, really press really in there. Go. There's, yes, I, I work with a lot of pregnant ladies and I'd like to promote the um, idea that in order to have, in order to ease the labor, you need to prepare yourself. You need to have acupuncture and herbal medicine prior to the labor to ease, to make sure that you're balanced and to have an easy labor. Yes. Um, and one of the things that we do is we teach their partners to use acupressure points during the labor awesome. and before to actually to help. aid yeah. the I would process. take that over the breathing. Yes. Oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic yeah. and it really works. But then again, not that breath's really, not important, but you yeah. really need to um, get in there, dig in there for the points.
Um, so you were talking about the heart and was there anything else that you would say, or actually, you know what? I'm going to totally change, change on that. So many people that I see with my clients and I feel like just in general in the world right now, people are stressed out, Yes. but they're also feeling like just maybe not good enough, like pressure that they have to get married. They have to have kids and they're getting too old. They're not pretty enough. They're not good enough. Their job, they're not good enough because a lot of social media, the beautiful Instagram photos, the, and we've always had that to some degree, but now it's almost on steroids. It's mainstream, yeah. Right. And so people are just feeling stressed out and not feeling good about themselves. And that must get stuck in certain areas in the body as well. Yes. And I know they say there's 14 main energy pathways or there, I know there's so many energy pathways, but is there a certain area that you can work on? This is kind of almost bordering is energy, but it's also on the spiritual side, but to help people kind of release like clear blockages. I want to say mm. like clear the blockages to start feeling better because sometimes you want to feel better or you know that your thoughts aren't realistic, but you yes. can't shake them. You can't let them go. I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ex necessarily recommend a certain point on the body that would deal with not that. for or self. I'm saying for you, when you no, deal with patients yes. or do you, but when I do you with help patients, with that, I guess. Yes, I do. But I help with them trying to see themselves in a different light. We have points on the body that we call windows. Okay. And we use them to give a clarity of the mind so that that person sees the path that they are supposed to take. Sometimes you That's feel... That's exactly it. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. That is perfect. It's like having a meditation and accessing your spirit guides. Yes. You know, asking your higher self for guidance and you have that aha moment. Yes. But it's hard for people to get that. So yes. you, there's windows, there's there, energy there windows. windows. I there love points, that. windows that we call. Now, those windows, you need to know the patient. You need of to course. have a few sessions in which you assess their condition, you work with their energy. And it's only then that you clear some of the blockages that are there. Yes. And it's only a specific time that you can use those windows. You can't just go straight in the first treatment and use a window. When yeah. that patient well, you have to know is not the person, yes. right? If they're yes. open to it, are they ready to receive? It's, How yes. much work have they done already? Yes. Like all it's of that. that yeah. too. But it's also helping them to get to a point when opening that window won't be too scary for them. Yes. If you do it too early, they won't be able to accept it and they will be frightened for what they see. And you don't want them to leave then with this exactly. information. They don't know how to process. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. so important for what I do too is, you know, yes. um, is that you never want to leave a patient in a situation where they don't feel good. Yes. Sometimes it happens yes. because it's natural clearing. Exactly. Sometimes when you are clearing stuff, it doesn't feel good momentarily and then it gets better. And then it gets better. But yes. we don't want to leave them in a state where they're just. And uh, you don't want to open the window too early when they're not ready to yes, see what's exactly. on the other side. Yes. But this is really fascinating. I love that. I love. Love, love, love that. So many people I know are just looking. They're open. They there's want another, it. There's another thing I wanted to say here, yes, which I me. think helps. I, I, I talk to that and I also live by that, by, by this principle. If you feel down and if you feel sad and if you feel that your life is beating you up and it's a really lonely place to be, go outside and find somebody you can help and do something good for them. And that will lift your spirit up. Because that, that moment, you don't focus on your pain, you focus on somebody else. And then you'll realize that there's so much you can bring to this world. And there's so much goodness that you can do around you that your pain will somehow disappear. It's beautiful. 
I think, it's beautiful. I, think I love that. If we that. can all do that, then yeah. we can make it a better world. Um, I had a friend who was a guest and without even knowing, she doesn't do this kind of thing. She was just on as a guest. And I asked her, you always seem up, you always seem happy, you always seem good. What do you do when you're not? And she said, I go and I help somebody. And I just thought that was so beautiful. And I said, elaborate. And I was just like, well, I'll just leave the house and there's a shelter down the street and I'll go and see if they need help that day. Or maybe I'll go through my closet quickly and grab some things I know I'm not going to wear ready to donate, but I'll actually take it there and donate where it needs to go. I don't just put it in a bag of my front step. You know, she's like, and one time I think, you know, like weeding the neighbor's garden, like just yes. anything, yes. you know, to get or moving some, and to do something helpful. Cause sometimes it's hard to help people. We want to, but sometimes you need that immediate. Like I need to do something right now. Yes. Yeah. But also be careful, be, be, be attentive to the sun that the universe sends because yes. a lot of the times there will be somebody in your path that needs your help. Absolutely. And if you see that, that's the person that you need to help yep. in that moment and just give. I love that. Whenever you're down. Just find it in yourself to give and it will return to you tenfold. That's beautiful. I love that. Well, again, I could talk to you all day. There's so much more I wanted to cover on the science part of it. Yes. Um, but maybe we'll have you back again. Our yes. paths are definitely going to cross. Yes. And we'll have a chance to have some of the listeners send in questions and that we'll save them for next time. So yes. you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Schoenfeld Official. And you can find Eka on Instagram at Eka Brady. Becca Brady. I answer all my questions. Feel free to DM me. I can either answer them privately or on air. And you have an open page as well, Eka? Yes. Right. So go ahead and send her questions um, if you have them. Yes, definitely. You can also email me at Michelle Schoenfeld, uh, Michelle, sorry, at michelleschoenfeld.com. Again, it's Michelle at michelleschoenfeld.com. So we always end the podcast with a mantra for the week. It's more like an affirmation. And we have everybody say it uh, three or four times in a row, several times a day. It's great if you can do it when you're looking in the mirror, brushing your teeth, rearview mirror, whatever. Just several times in a row, several times a day over the next week. And I love to have my guests pick a mantra. So I gave you a little time ahead of, not a ton of time, <laughs> but do you have a mantra for us today? I do. Um, whatever you do, do it from your heart. I love that. So... Let's see how we can phrase that. Everything I do, I do from my heart. Everything I do, do like I that? do from my heart. Okay, yes. so let's say that together three times in a row. Everything, Everything I, do, I do, I do from my heart. Everything I do, I do from my heart. Everything I do, I do from my heart. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here, Eka. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. It was a pleasure. I love your energy. You're the best. And for everybody else out there, you're worthy, you're enough, you're born for a reason. Keep going in the direction of light and namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.